Hi, this is Tamika with Create a Generational Love Cycle. Today is September 25th, 2022, and we're just moving along in September. And there there was a thought that came to me today. And actually, I, for the past, oh my gosh, the past two, three years, the time that we've been here in Oregon, I, I felt like that I have circled back to my childhood roots and when I say childhood roots, I circled back to um, the days of growing up in Eagle Park, a small community outside of Madison, Illinois, or within the county of Madison, and how it was filled with trees and just quietness, you know, almost like, of course, living in the country and um, just waking up every day. Um, looking at the beautiful sky, wanting to know about this power that um, created the stars and the sun, the moon, the night sky, the trees, wanting to be aligned with this. You know, when it when this happened, actually before that, and I've shared it before, uh, my mom, we lived in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, my mom, uh, she had, I, I was alive, I was four or so, and I had uh, my my eldest brother, and uh, my youngest brother had not been born yet at the time. He actually wasn't born until about a year, uh, a few months after, a few months before my mother decided to leave my father. My mother was in an abusive relationship with my father, physically, um, mentally, socially, spiritually, um, verbally, uh, just something she wasn't used to. She was used to a, a man who uh, gave her treats, candy, and, you know, he was a bus driver and she, and she would ride the bus with him and, you know, often told her principles about, uh, and concepts about not making fun of people, calling people by their name, which is one of the, the principles that I, I um, have. My mother always told us to call people by their name not to make fun of people because God makes us all. He made us all. And so, um, you know, just growing up and here in Oregon, we're um, close to the ocean and lots of trees, more trees than I can ever imagine and count. And the quietness that I experienced as a, as a child. And it's it's been a, a, a healy road, <laughs> you know, over the past years, you know, being marriage and actually having the two curly head children that I wanted to have in my, my teens and having the family that I had requested uh, from the universe, um, those traits. And one of the thoughts, I, I was actually reading James Allen, you know, he's known as the author of As a Man Think Of, and I purchased his book. It's a little beat up, <laughs> but I purchased the James Allen 21 books complete premium collection. And I've been just learning more about this offer and feeling really, um, feeling like his work really has touched me. You know, all great teachers, they don't teach you new stuff. They remind you of the truth that is within you. And we go through life, we have life experiences, and sometimes things happen that we, we take personally. And we, we sometimes will identify with our experiences, with the words that people say, with the opinions of others. And I came across a, a Bible, not a Bible, but a, um, a sentence in 
his book. And actually, I'll read a little bit of it. Um, but it says, let the man of integrity rejoice and be glad when he is severely tried. Let him be thankful that he has been given an opportunity of proving his loyalty to the noble principles which he has espoused. And let him think now is the hour of holy opportunity. And that brought me back to a thought, a childhood thought that experiences are to make you better and not bitter. That experiences give you an opportunity to express the God-given virtues that we have. The Bible says that God made us in his image. And whether or not you believe in the Bible, something created us out of the creation, out of the mountains, the sea, the oceans, the trees. And I was just talking to my children about their circadian rhythm, the, our biological clocks and how we sleep like many of the animals, night for sleep, day for wake and um, tasks that we do, being awake and how, you know, when I was a nurse, I've been a nurse over 20 a trained nurse for over 20 years now. And um, I remember I worked the night shift and how I literally wanted to crawl into the beds of <laughs> those med surge beds and ICU beds because I knew it was unnatural, not natural to stay up all night um, because I would go home and uh, try to sleep. I would maybe get an hour, two hours of sleep. And my body was like, no, it's daylight. It's time to get up and move. And so fighting through the night, being very tired, and I thought about how dangerous it was. You know, thankfully, I never got into a car accident, but to actually drive home after being awake for 12 hours, and many of you guys can probably relate to that, things that we're doing that are against our biological clock. But I diverse, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I digress a little bit that, and what I want to talk about today is how our view of our experiences, if how that affects it affects our legacy that we live, and create a generational love cycle is about creating a legacy from the inside out, meaning reminding our children of their God-given assets, reminding our children of their God-given virtues, and that life experiences are not out to get you. They're out to bring out the best in you, to make you better. And as a man, think of as James Allen said, and that's a Bible verse, that whatever you think consistently of, whatever is your underlying belief, we will see it, you will see it in your actions. Whether you are conscious of it or not, it is there. So whatever you believe about life, if you believe people are out to get you, people are mean, they're evil, then that's likely what you're going to experience often, not always, not all the time, but likely what you're going to see is that people are mean, they're evil, and it puts you on defense. And remember, when you're on the defense, you're actually bringing about your flight fight response. So you think about anxiety, you think about nervousness, you know, your body releases these catecholamines, adrenaline, noradrenaline, and they are the ones that actually put on your flight or fight response. And so nervousness, and remember when you're in flight or fight, it's hard for you to sleep. So when we talk about insomnia, we talk about heart disease and cancer, these cells, something is eating at you, eating away at you. You know, what? who 
would really, and I often say this, and I, and I know it may sound kind of rough, but what body would want to live and pursue dreams and goals if you believe negatively about the world and your place in it? When we think about cancer and we think about many of um, the new thought, Louise Hay and you know her book, you can, heal, you can Heal Yourself, You Can Heal Your Life. And cancer, one of the things that cancer is seen at is that it's, it's an eating away of oneself. And so when you put those in perspective and you start thinking about how am I viewing this life? Because how you view this life is how you often treat your children and your children see and hear they, they look, they see, they, they often imitate you because they feel like this is the way life is supposed to be. I'm supposed to be scared, nervous, upset, fearful, intimidated, um, think the worst of people instead of the best. And so create a generational love cycle, again, is about getting to those thoughts, thought patterns that created the cycle of pain in the first place. And when I say pain, I'm not just talking about stepping on a nail. I'm talking about those thoughts that lead to disease, those thoughts that lead to hatred and violent acts, those thoughts that lead to low self-esteem, low confidence, um, depression, uh, anxiety, uh, weight gain, anorexia, bulimia, feeling that you are unworthy or feeling like this life is supposed to be a struggle. And one of the things that I thought about when um, my husband and I, we've talked about it before, but one of the things that Jesus said was, it is done. It is done. We do not need to repeat what he has already done. We do not need to be martyrs or struggle with life. We, he came so we could do what, you guys? Have it more abundantly. Not to suffer, but to express. He gave us an example of how we are to live. Expressing, being in tune with our creator, the creation being in tune with, with this higher power that resides in all of us. We all decide, choose what we want to believe. Remember faith, it wasn't faith. It wasn't he that healed. It was the faith, our belief that we could be healed, that healed us. He never pointed himself to, to him, Jesus. He pointed to something within us, our belief and who we are, what we're capable of, capable of, and what we're here to do. When I think about my childhood, and I and I experienced, yes, I experienced the misuse of my body for about five years till there was an awakening that I don't need to experience this. Feeling that as a child that I, I had to, but I knew something was different. And after the secret was out, the dark secret was out, I chose to be aligned with this higher power. I wanted to know this power that knew, that knew that was more alive, more awake and knew the better path, the other way, because I felt that I was not awake. I felt that I was unconscious that how did I get myself in this, this experience? And I didn't want to repeat it. And so I wanted to know this higher power. I wanted to be aligned. I literally looked out my window one day and said, I want to be aligned with nature. God knew this creator knew exactly what I wanted. I wanted to be more awake, to have a spiritual awakening. 
and I see, and often it's so, it's so easy to see our life experiences as out to get us. I've been there even just in these last past years. And I had to remember what I've been saying, posting on, on social media. that's, That's why I love sharing information, sharing truth, because when you share it, it's actually for you too, to remind you of who you are. And when I went through that experience, I did not label myself. I did not, I, I, what I decided to do was to learn from that experience, to learn about myself. Each experience is, each experience builds on each other. And there's always something to learn about yourself. Not so much in casting blame to others, but what, what put you, was there anything, what state were you in? through that experience and believing that elders knew the right thing to do, even though my gut feeling told me that this was wrong, that I, I, I somehow I believe that I should do it, that I believe when I was told that do not tell um, what's going on home, that I believe that when I didn't get the support that I felt I should have gotten when I told about somebody else abusing another, that I was just going to handle it myself that I had to continue something because if I told, I would feel worse about letting it go on for so long. I learned about integrity, that I didn't want to lie about what was going on, that it was, it was important for me to tell the truth, that it was important for me to, that I had a voice and that I could advocate and speak up. I'm not about being guilty and depressed and anxious about what happened. But I am more grateful as I share in my, the manuscript that I've written, Compass, that I'm more grateful about what that experience taught me and how it helped me to think better of myself, to desire those childhood dreams, to look, to, to look for what true love is to desire to be better, to live a life of integrity, to desire that my children do not go through what I went through, to teach them about loving their body, that their voice is important and they have the right to say no and to be honored. They have the right to pursue their purpose with minimum opposition from others. They have a right to speak what they want out of life and to dream and desire and to go forward, to go for those dreams. Life is about living. It is not about looking at who did what, who said what, who didn't do something, the inactions or actions or voices, opinions of others. It's about living the truth that is within you that we are to have an abundant life. The life is, as James Allen said, the time when we have experiences, they are holy opportunities. And I believe the Course of Miracle goes on that, talks about that, holy relationships, holy opportunities for us to express the virtues that are within us. We don't have to go look for love, compassion, forgiveness, grace, mercy, trust, perseverance. All of those virtues reside within us because we are the product 
of creation. We are the creator. He created us. He, she, however you want to see it. When you look at the earth, when you look at the world that we are in and you are amazed and in awe of everything that you see, be amazed and in awe of you, of your body and how it regulates itself and the thought process that many things you have gone through and probably felt like I can't do no more, but you are here today because of the perseverance in you, because of the strength within you, because of those life sustaining virtues that you have within you. You have every right to pursue your dreams. You have every right to believe in yourself and possibilities and that all things are possible all things and the key statement at the end is that to those who believe whatever you believe is important is the navigation system that you are using throughout life throughout every experience whatever you believe so you have the right to believe that all things are possible and i know it gets rough sometimes but even in that thought, do you believe that life is supposed to be rough, that it's supposed to be a struggle? Or will you choose to believe those key words that will get you up every day pursuing your dreams, your goals, and leaving the world better than what it was the previous day, than what it was the previous hour? Because every minute, every second, we choose. We choose our thoughts. We choose our actions. We choose what we want to do and believe. Life is about choices. It's about thoughts. It's about your beliefs. It's about the principles that you live by. So take time to really assess not just what the, the circumstance you are in, every day but also to what beliefs that i have have brought me to these experiences and what beliefs will i choose from this day forward to cultivate within my mind so i can have the life that i know i can have so i can have the life that i deserve so i can have life more abundantly this is Tamika Chambers with Create a Generational Love Cycle. You have the right to make this lifetime great because you can. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, Fulfill Your Divine Purpose, and um, feel free to uh, let me know your thoughts, right? It's about your thoughts. I'll talk to you guys soon. Take care of yourself. Have a fantastic week, a fantastic life.